The Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast is sponsored by Prairie Care. You know, going through the process of getting help with your mental health can be very overwhelming. I definitely know that from firsthand experience. Prairie Care can help guide you through it and get you in touch with the help that you need. They've been offering mental health services to all ages in the Twin Cities of Minnesota since 2005. Whether you're looking for clinical services, a specialty outpatient program, or a more intensive level of care like inpatient treatment, Prairie Care has you and your family covered. Visit prairie-care.com to learn more. That's prairie-care.com. Hello there, my friends, and welcome into another episode of the Take What Serves, Leave the Rest podcast. Great to have you here. My name is Brian Pyatt. I'm your host, and as always, holding space for however you are showing up right here, right now, in this moment. And this week on the podcast, doing uh, an episode here around maneuvering the holiday season. There's a lot going on this time of the year. Lots of really, really beautiful things. And I know for um, a lot of us, there can also be some challenging things and some things about the holidays that can be really tough. And so Putting this out there with the intention of hopefully it offering some of you a little bit of support and a little, hopefully, like a nugget or two in this conversation that can serve you moving forward as you maneuver the holidays. And to help us with this, we have the wonderful Dr. Anastasia Ristow joining us again this month on the podcast Dr. Rastow is a licensed psychologist, and she is the director of psychotherapeutics at Prairie Care. And I really loved this conversation with her. Um, We talk about a number of things in here, from the shifting of schedules, the shifting of routines that tends to happen around the holidays, and how that can certainly impact our mental health. We talk about um, really listening to our bodies and and listening for maybe some of those signs that we got to take care of ourselves in some of these moments of the holidays. We talk about creating new traditions around the holidays and creating some acceptance for whatever arises for you this holiday season. So again, I hope that there's something in here that serves you moving forward. I encourage you, as always, to just go ahead and leave the rest and sending love to each and every one of you out there as we maneuver this thing called life one moment at a time. So let's go ahead and begin. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. As I know this is always very confusing for people who are listening to this, not on a Friday. Oh, yeah. Darn it. But we always... Maybe we shouldn't name it as a Friday. No, I think we should always say, let's just... Let's pretend like every day is Friday. So maybe you're listening to this on a Monday. Yes. Let's just pretend that it's Friday for a half hour. Yes, you're welcome. And there you go. 
That's a delightful Problem little. Solved. Yes, great. That's the episode. Back to you. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> um, yes. Hello. Hello. Happy Friday. Um, and I know. I know for a lot of people who may be listening to this right now, heavily steeped in the holiday season. Oh yes. And. You and I talked at length before recording this um, that we didn't want this to be just another five tips to get through the holiday season podcast episode. Um, We're hit with a lot of that information. Plenty of options. This, This time of the year of kind of almost making it seem like there's a recipe to follow to successfully maneuver the holiday season when it comes to our mental health. Yeah, on somebody else's definition of success. Right. For the holidays. Yeah. Right. And so I, I my hope at least for this this conversation together today is just that um number one, we just let everybody know everybody know that it's okay to show up however you're showing up in this moment. Mhm. Um and to hopefully give everybody even just a little nugget that they can walk away with that serves them as they step into the holidays, however they celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if you, in your line of, in, you know, working in mental health, we always hear that this is a really hard time of the year for people. Mm -hmm. Would you say that you see that? Yes and no. Yes. It certainly for a lot of folks is a really hard time including right now, right before um, certain, you know, mainstream Christian-based kind of holidays hit the calendar year. Mm -hmm. Um, Even like a month before that, we start to see things get really tough. And then for other folks, it's really tough during. And then for many folks, it's also extremely tough right after. Yeah. So these next several months are typically very tricky and challenging for our mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I put out on my Instagram page before we recorded this, just um, asking people what, what about this time of the year feels the most challenging for them from a, from a mental health perspective. Mm-hmm. And some of the, the things that I heard, I'll just kind of read through some of these, the constant, how are you's. Mm. Getting asked, how are you, over and over and over again. Yeah. The overstimulation from social gatherings. Mm-hmm. Being alone. Mm-hmm. Feeling alone. Living up to the expectations. Yeah. Missing loved ones that have passed away in the good old days. And um, spending time with family. And then the difficulty of being around family. Yeah. So those aren't always the things that when you watch the uh, the commercial on television talking about the holidays that are brought up, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're fed something, you know, we're kind of led to believe that the holiday is supposed to be something very different than that. Yeah. Um, any thoughts that you have around kind of what people mention there in that list? I mean, I, I, all of that is just so on point with what, um, I think many of us experience. So, Mm -hmm. um, as well as that we see from, from our clients and patients who are 
you know, in, um, in our offices for mental health treatment too. So yeah, yeah, really on point yeah. for sure. So the, without wanting to get too, um, like, t- I was going to say to get too tipsy, but from the standpoint <laughs> of like offering tips, not actually <laughs> consuming alcohol. I mean. Although that could be fun, I guess. I for suppose. Some of us, for some or of it us. could be trouble. Or it could be really bad news for yeah. yeah, depending on, can, on where you're at. Yeah. It can be helpful and not helpful. Um, but but I, I, what comes to mind for me right away is any time, any, any time that we are saying to ourselves, okay, this day is coming up. So we'll just use like Christmas, for example, mm-hmm. Christmas is coming up. I have all these things planned. I want to be happy and I want to be joyful and I, I should feel good because that's what everybody's supposed to be this time of the year. And I don't want my anxiety or my OCD or my depression or my grief to show up. That's just how I need it to be. That is breeding ground for those things to show up very intensely. Mm-hmm. And so I guess mm-hmm. I know what I try to like work on around this time of the year and maybe it resonates, maybe it doesn't is essentially expecting that those things are going to show up. Yeah. Right. Like not, not going into the holiday season thinking that none of those things are going to surface more of a, I'm expecting that they are going to surface mm-hmm. and preparing for that. Yeah. So that we can kind of meet those things when they arise. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love that approach and, and not even just for a specific day like Christmas Day, but I think many folks notice that happening even just in general with the Christmas season, you know, mm-hmm. where it feels hard to have permission um, like to feel other things beyond joy and excitement right. and all of that. And yet it is absolutely a natural human experience that we have a range of emotions and thoughts throughout every single day. And, um, when we're struggling with something like anxiety or depression or OCD or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, that those things don't go away just because the calendar says something is happening. In fact, sometimes they're, they're heightened. So to your point, um, you know, if if we kind of push ourselves to not think about the chocolate cake, what we're going to think about is the chocolate cake totally all the time. And it, and to where it's like, it can really get intrusive and in the way. And I wonder if considering our mental health challenges or struggles or whatever in that same way does the same thing to us Mm -hmm. versus really flipping it around to anticipating that there are going to be times where those things are very present and like you said, expecting it and then even taking a moment to think ahead and plan ahead. Yeah. What will I do when this bubbles up and how will I support myself or get, how can I set myself up to get what I need to be able to engage in those things or do those things when those things bubble up or even is it okay for me to just notice it, name it, and be in it for a little bit. Yep. Yep. Like, do I have to squash it or get rid of it or try and, you know, versus like, I would really advocate for like just moving through it, but how do I get what I need to move through it? For sure. It's making me think of a lot of my memories as a kid. Um, 
I don't know if I should say a lot of them, but I remember having instances as a kid when I was struggling a lot with symptoms of depersonalization. So feeling very mm-hmm. spacey and detached from my body. And that was a big thing that was really mm-hmm. um, consuming for me when I was younger, especially. And I remember the hot, for some reason, like Christmas was always, I remember some Christmases where that felt really, really hard because of that reason, where I was like, oh, I don't want it to show up here. This mm-hmm. is the, this is Christmas. This yeah. is supposed to be like the most magical day of the year. And I remember that's when it would like really ramp up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that was kind of like an early lesson of, oh yeah, the more that I don't want something to be here, the more it is going to be here. Yeah. It's like kind of a tricky thing to, to maneuver. It is for sure. But, um, and another thing that I, that I am thinking of is there's an interesting thing too with the holidays is a lot of us get kind of pushed out of our own routine around mm-hmm. the holidays. So all those, it's like all those things that we're doing to maybe maintain our mental health uh-huh. on a day in and day out basis. Yep become a little bit less accessible, yes. I think, during the holidays because we're staying with family or we're traveling. We're just, everything is different. We're not working maybe right our normal hours. Yeah, yeah. we so might. So that's kind of an, inter- that's a layer to this as well. Totally. We may have pockets of time where we eat differently. We sleep yeah. differently. We move our bodies differently. We engage in being around other people differently, um, put different expectations on ourselves, like all of that stuff yep. definitely makes it harder, I think, to maintain if you're in a really good kind of habit pattern of, mm-hmm. you know, your mental health. I always say mental health medicine, but I don't always mean medicine, medicine. Like yeah. for me, exercise is part of my mental health medicine. For sure. <laughs> you know, so. For sure. Um, yeah. And, and I, I, I think that's important to recognize the impact that those things can have, but also how do we navigate that then without adding on layers of guilt or shame mm-hmm. when, when we're out of those patterns necessarily because of yep. X, Y, or Z. Totally. Cause the reality is, is we're going to probably stray from our routine yeah. around the holidays. So and we can expect that. We can expect that that's going to happen. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes it actually might feel great, right? Like yeah. it's like fun to like, because it usually means we're doing maybe different experiences. We're catching up with relatives that we haven't seen in a long time. Like mm-hmm. there's going to be some straying from that. And mm-hmm. like I think about for myself personally, I know breath work and meditation and like yoga are practices that are really grounding for me. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how do I also, how do I give myself that fluidity to kind of flow with the holidays, but also be like, like, okay, Brian, also remember that these, these things help you. It's mm-hmm. going to probably feel like it's the last thing you want to do, but yeah. like just know in the back of your brain, that like those things are there Yeah. if I need them and if I'm starting to kind of feel overwhelmed mentally. Yeah. So it seems like there's kind of two pieces there that you're describing. One, kind of proactively getting as many deposits in the bank as possible to kind of build up reserves. Yeah. Um, so when you have the time and space and the wherewithal to think of it, do the things. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not how you normally would, if it's not 30 minutes, it's five minutes, but it's something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that will provide potentially some kind of buffer for you. And then there's really listening and paying attention to the signals and signs that our brains and our bodies give us that, that things are starting to shift in a way that's yeah hard and having impact on our, on our mental health or our physical health. So then noticing that earlier, like Mm -hmm. before they are like having to explode at us and same idea then, um, 
building in even two minutes of something is better than none when you are noticing those signs and signals. Are there things, so I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. Okay. I'm not going to make you define anything. I put, oh, we were talking about before we recorded. She's like, am I going to have to define anything in yeah. this episode? And I'm like, I, I promise I won't make you define anything. I'm going to try not to. Sometimes that feels like pressure. Like, you know, as the professional, I should have I all the definitions you should have it all in my mind out. ready to go. You know, no unrealistic expectations there at I all, know. Brian. Yeah, you should know everything. <laughs> oh, boy. Um. I'm curious, like for when you when you talk about like signals from your body or, mm-hmm. or indications that oh boy, mm-hmm. things are. I need some, I need to send some love to myself. I need to do some work around self care. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you know what those signals are for you in your body? For me, yes. Yeah. But I may not know what they are for you. Yeah. You know, so so for somebody listening to this, there's it's just a variety right? of ways. But I think um, as professionals, usually what we try to tune folks into as well as for ourselves is a change in some way, whether that's a change with how your body is functioning, Mm. a change with what's happening in your mind, a change with what you're experiencing with your emotions and not just like a normal everyday change, but like Mm -hmm. you're noticing a little bit, you know, maybe emotions feel a little bit more raw and just under the surface. And um, gosh, I'm getting more emotional about things than I normally would, or I'm more irritated and frustrated by things or I can hardly stand people right now Um, needing to isolate more than you normally do or Mm -hmm. conversely feeling like you have to constantly stay busy and distracted because being still is too hard. Um, Having a hard time sleeping, staying asleep, Um, even things like with our body bathrooming changes. I know that sounds weird, but that's a big one. GI stuff. Oh my gosh. You know, Mm -hmm. like, Mm-hmm. is a big hallmark headaches stomach yes. aches that kind of stuff yeah it's amazing how our body speaks to us yeah. yeah yeah or even just um not enjoying things like you normally would or mm-hmm. feeling kind of blah that kind of stuff yeah. yep and so i think right like maybe a good opportunity is stepping into the holidays just to kind of be like okay like i kind of know what my signals are maybe mm-hmm. and when they start showing up good indicator to maybe just lean into some of that self-care yeah if there's the time and then give ourselves permission to redefine all the expectations honestly I was going to say redefine what self-care is but I'm really thinking bigger picture yeah um so releasing ourselves of the need to like take care of ourselves in a particular way, Mm -hmm. experimenting and exploring with doing things a little bit different or a little bit more abbreviated or a little bit more intense or less intense or whatever can be very freeing. Yeah. And I, I, I love that because I was just doing a a little Facebook live that I did with um, my dear friend Kelly the other night with our um, beautiful community of people on Facebook. And one of the things that we talked about was this idea of, you know, like, creating new traditions around the holidays you know like we we a lot of us for the holidays there's kind of a set like i do this and then i do that and then we go here and then we go to this church and then we go to this place for dinner and Mm -hmm. and lovely yeah i know that like lovely traditions that i know for for a lot of us mean a whole lot to us and we wouldn't want to stray from them and like I don't know, something about that idea of creating new traditions, like really listening to what would actually serve me this year Mm -hmm. during the holidays. Yeah. You know, staying home with my partner and watching a movie or 
uh, you know, going to a different restaurant or Mm -hmm. I don't just that uh, that just felt very freeing to me when I when I heard that. Yes. And kind of gives us some autonomy a little bit during the holidays that could be really helpful for some people. Yeah. And and know that sometimes if that something new that you are creating for you, um, if it feels different than when somebody else might be expecting from you or it like encroaches on their sort of share of you in their routines and rituals, there may be some strain that results from that. There may be some frustration. There may be whatever. And um, my view on that is that that strain and that conflict is healthy Mm -hmm. and actually can be very productive for our relationships and may actually help us to value more the time that we do share together in the everyday routines and rituals or, you know, ceremonial things for the holiday or whatever. If I'm, I have to pull back from a little bit of this to create my own one as well, you know? Yes. So I'm reframing that a little bit and, and, um, from personal experience as well as just professionally, that's a normal mm-hmm. experience to go through when when you carve out something that's going to be new or different for you. And yeah. maybe it's you and your partner, you and your new family unit or whatever it might be. Um, it's all valuable and important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. if we just feel like we, if, if we kind of feel like we're getting tugged around by the expectations of others, mm-hmm. breeding ground for resentment. Yeah. Yep. And to feel kind of like activated around that. Mm-hmm. And so while carving out a new tradition for yourself is likely going to feel very uncomfortable in the short term. Maybe. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. For that fear of letting somebody else down. Yeah. And yet maybe pushing through that initial discomfort could open up to yeah, a deeper connection overall because then you're you're honoring yourself. Yeah. And anytime we're honoring ourselves a little bit more interpersonally or kind of in this instance of a holiday tradition, mm-hmm. it might help us kind of show up in a, in a different way. Yeah. And this might be hard to, I wouldn't even necessarily know that I would put all of this into words for a family member in that discussion, but maybe I would, I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, the the fact of the matter is, would would you rather float through the run-of-the-mill every year expectations from everybody else, feeling like you're just sort of going through the motions because this is what we do, yeah. and, and I have to to make everybody else happy, but not feel that whatever it is that you need? Mm-hmm. I want to say fulfillment, but I don't think that's always it either. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes... Um, shifting a little bit to create that something for you um, allows you then to fill that same bank essentially like it allows you to engage in life in a way that serves you so that you actually can be more available and present during the other times that you're doing some of the things sometimes for other people. Yeah. And even in the times that it feels like it's for other people, you might actually find then that you're able to find joy or fulfillment or satisfaction or mm-hmm. something about being present. Totally. More. Yes. Yeah. There's something about that dynamic that is so beautiful to me. The more that we honor ourselves, mm-hmm. the more deeply we're able to show up in our relationships with other people. 
Yes. So it might feel on the surface to the others that we are being selfish. Yeah. And that is where some of us struggle because we also feel like maybe we're being selfish and mm-hmm. we don't want to disappoint others or whatever. But actually, we give, I think we're capable of giving in a much deeper level when we also know how to give to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, that. you know, that can come in a variety of ways. Totally. Maybe the way we also give to ourselves, by the way, is redefining what the holidays themselves represent or mean for us. Mm -hmm. Um, As we get older, like we have that opportunity to, you know, sometimes part of what we struggle with is like how it's always been. And, and, And when things start to change or feel different than how we remember them being, that can be such a loss or that can feel really sad or frustrating or whatever and but what if actually there's opportunity to simply relook at what what's my purpose here what's yes. my goal here in this moment like what can i actually get from this yeah how is this going to how can this be meaningful for me different from how i'm used to it being meaningful yeah like i think even with gifts doesn't that happen you know when you're younger it's about the presence oh yeah if if you were like privilege enough to have presence mm-hmm. um you know and and then as you get older honestly i mean for me at least presents are fine and all but it's yeah. it's so much more fun actually seeing other people open presents Absolutely. or even just like the process of yeah everything around that but the gift itself is gonna like sit on a shelf or yeah maybe i'll use it for a little bit whatever but and there is something like energetically different about that feeling that comes up when you're like so excited to watch somebody open up a gift that you gave them that you're excited to give them mm-hmm. versus that energy of like receiving. Yeah. They're both beautiful. Yeah. And yet, yeah, that, that, that exchange of, of energy around the holidays. Yeah. The giving. I'm not even sure where I'm going with that. That just literally well, came up in my brain. Like, but the, there's like personal, like, the value is you put meaning into and thought into getting this thing for this mm-hmm. person and then seeing them experience what they do when they open that. And yeah. that impact that that has can be pretty great. And I would say the same is true for even just doing things together mm-hmm. when you don't feel like it. Totally. Um, or you're just not in that right space, but you know this is something really meaningful to that person and you decide to do it for them, for that relationship. If we can reframe that as like recognizing the gift that that is to our relationship Mm. and just being present in that experience together and looking for the joy in them or the whatever that positive impact is, that then can serve something for us even when in in the beginning we weren't super excited about getting out of the house in that moment, you know? As I sit here and just kind of look at this list of all these things that people said on on Instagram today, it's just really kind of bringing me back, I feel like, over and over again to just this understanding that every single peop- every, every, every single person that that we interact with this holiday season at the post office, at the grocery store, at work. Mm-hmm. Like everybody is maneuvering something very unique and individual to themselves 
Yeah. Around the holidays, always. I mean, this is true always. And it's, I think yes. especially maybe highlighted this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to see that. You're, right. you're not going to see the truth often of what people are, are walking around with. Yeah. And the emotions that they're walking around with and the thoughts that are going on in their minds. And um, it just seems like a, a time of the year to to be extra compassionate if we can to mm-hmm. ourselves first mm-hmm. because that's going to then allow us to be more compassionate to those around us. Yeah. Um, and so I just, you know, wherever anybody is at, who's listening to this right now, um, I just think we need, we need that reminder. Yeah. You know, we and, and I know we, we hear this every year. This isn't like new groundbreaking information, but, um, this is a, this is a pretty loaded time of the year. It for, is for a lot of people. Yeah. So like my challenge for myself as well as for you, Brian, and for anybody out there who's listening, um, is pushing ourselves to assume mm-hmm. every person we are coming into contact with, even if they're just somebody you're crossing paths with on the street. Yeah. Assume just what you said. Assume that there is more to the story than what you're seeing on the surface. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, and ugly. And know that even the tiniest of gestures to acknowledge them as a human being, eye contact, a small mm-hmm. smile, a extending of your hand for a handshake, a thank you, even when it's been a really frustrating experience, mm-hmm. um, whatever it might be, that tiniest of gesture can make all of the difference for that moment in that person and can have a ripple impact beyond what you could see um, for hours and days and weeks and months and years. Um, And then the large gestures, of course, for sure, as well. Um, So assuming that makes a big difference for them, it also makes a big difference for us Mm -hmm. uh, in our just the impact that we can experience in our own mental health and our own spirit and soul when we do something kind and compassionate to somebody we don't even know also gives us long extended ripples that we can't even anticipate. For sure. So that's first thing. But the second thing I wanted to really mention too is on the other side of that, for every single person that's on the receiving end and Maybe somebody looks at you, holds eye contact a little bit longer, gives a smile or whatever, and it feels awkward or uncomfortable. Know that maybe that's their way of saying, hey, I see you. Mm, mm -hmm. I see you. You're important. Yeah. This life is here for you, too. And if you're in a place, in a moment, no matter what, where you're feeling alone, where you're feeling angry, where you're feeling sad, where you're feeling whatever that might just feel really intense during these next couple of months also know that you are not alone. You are not the only one experiencing that. And I don't mean that in a way like, Oh, it's no big deal. I mean that in a way of like, there's so much of that for sure. And people are really good at masking it and really good at hiding it. And you might not know that of 10 people in the room with you, seven of those 10 are probably feeling the exact same way. Yes. So beautifully said and something that's coming up for me too, right, is, is recognizing that our brains like to 
categorize things as either all good or all bad. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this holiday season, can we kind of push back on that notion of, is this going to be a good holiday season or is this going to be a bad holiday season for me? Mm-hmm. It might, it's going to be a mishmash of a whole lot of things. Yeah. We're going to all have moments yep. where we're sad. Yes. We're going to have moments where maybe we're present and we're looking at the, the lights and we feel some joy. And then five minutes later, we might feel really angry. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, we might feel some grief bubble up. And then mm-hmm. the moment after that, we might have a really shame-filled, intrusive thought. You know, like it's going to be a mishmash of a whole lot of things, as is life. Yep. Um, and can we just stay present with the process and notice when our brain is trying to jump into the, the categorization yeah. of this was either a good holiday season or it was a bad holiday season. It just was the season that it was Yeah, for each and every one of us. And can we like, can we radically accept all that comes with that Yep. and know that, um, in those moments where it's really, ugh, mm-hmm. that, um, that that has meaning and serves a purpose Mm-hmm. just as much as those moments that are like amazing. Totally. And if you don't have any amazing moments, my goodness, that's natural and that's okay too. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for this conversation. Thank you. Yeah. I hope. So important. We, All of we this were stuff. very intentional going into this that like, there's not a quick fix. There's not a, yeah. you know, five tips to, achieve happiness this holiday season. There's none of that. I just hope that each and every one of you know that, um, you're not alone, even if it feels that way. And however you are feeling right now, there is space for that to exist in the moment. Yeah. And there can be joy alongside pain and there can be sadness alongside feeling happy. You know, it can all, it can all exist. And, um, We'll journey through it one moment at a time, hopefully being kind to ourselves first as best we can and letting that ripple outwards from there. Yeah. Well said. All right. Happy holidays to you. Thank you. And uh, holidays to you as well. May your holidays be whatever they need to be. May it be what they are. Yeah. Yeah. I wish there was a way we could change that phrase. Although I get why it's happy holidays, oh, that's you know, true. but so, like even that, that was me like going along with the flow. I didn't even realize what you were saying at first. And then sorry, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, mean, we, yeah we do say happy holidays. That's the unconscious stuff that is holidays so norm driven I know, and automatic. And probably most people don't overthink it. Like I do. I'm really gifted at overthinking no, things, yeah. but I feel like that might be another layer of it. We're like, we're just bombarded with this, you know, happy yeah. holidays, you too. And then inside you're going, but I'm not happy. I know. And like, but in two minutes you might be happy, but in that moment you're not. And that's, I know that's okay. I don't know. No, it's true. I just, yeah. what, should, what should we say? I don't know. Holidays. How do we? Holidays. <laughs> holidays. <to you. laughs> holidays. That doesn't feel right either. Ugh. May your holidays be what you need them to be, but that's too long. Like, who says that? You know where I get really in my head around this is like email signatures. Yes. Because I like, because <laughs> I hate saying like, like hope you're doing well. Yeah. Because like, what if I'm you're like, not I'm doing like, oh, well? No, that's adding pressure to them that they have to be well, and if they don't feel well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it I've feels very done... similar to that. It's yeah. like how do we greet people in a way that that's like creates, meeting them where they're at? Yeah, creates space for their humanness, but isn't yeah. like ridiculous in the sense of like you know hi i hope 
you just feel like you can be whoever you are right now in this moment and just be you and I hold space for it all. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> three minutes later. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know if we can figure out a solution to that, Brian, we could. Why was this not what our, this should have been the whole podcast well, figuring out a new slogan for yeah. the holidays. Maybe it's just, may you find some moments of peace. Moments of peace. Moments of peace to you this holiday season. Beautiful. There we go. Yeah. And there might just be one moment of peace and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, that's still kind of long. It's longer than happy holidays. It's true. But I'm going to try and experiment with that a little bit. I feel like that might be hard. Some moments of peace to you. Moments of peace to you as well. It's holiday season. Yeah. Okay. Let us know. Maybe some, maybe listeners have some ideas I message us will. yes please and we'll help us grow we'll create a worldwide movement yes okay onward and onward upward. And upward. <laughs> next year at this time we will have a slogan in place it'll be great we'll, we'll probably forget okay. but you know yeah, we will details. totally forget thank okay. you everybody for listening all right holidays to you moments of peace through this holiday season to you as well <laughs> oh man oh. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. Also, just a reminder that this podcast is not meant to replace work with a therapist. And so if you feel you need it, I encourage you to reach out to a trained mental health professional. All right. We'll talk soon.